to my community. This book is for you. Women like you everywhere and our people. I couldn't have done it without you and I definitely wouldn't do it for anyone else. May this experience guide you into knowing who you are, taking care of yourself, helping you to discover what you can achieve at any time in this life and knowing how to be at one with all that is you. Blessings. Introduction. My own personal well-being journey came about because I realised I didn't know how to take care of myself. Common phrases like take care and be well just seem like polite small talk, something I often participated in myself. It's a culture, right? I didn't actually have any idea what the fundamentals of these common phrases truly meant, what it is to be well or to take care what that might actually look like in action, or even how to respond beyond just saying, will do, thanks. Thinking back to it now, if I'm keeping it real, even that answer was an absolute lie. I probably wasn't actually taking that much care of myself and instead just wanted to keep it moving, as did the person who said it also, I'm sure. Now that I'm older, though, I found myself starting to dig deeper into even how our language hints at or evokes the concepts of wellness and how we still so often take it for granted. Growing up, I was pretty much taught that to be well was to be primarily concerned with the physical, a state of being that would be recognisable to those around you based purely on your external appearance, with bonus points if you're able to talk about it out loud. But after a while, fueled by my own feelings and by things happening in the world around me, I guess my personal view of my exterior facade began crumbling. It became more and more noticeable to others too. By that point, I realised that the more external shift was aligning pretty well with the nonsense that was going on internally in my mind at the time. I was lonely, unfulfilled, hurt, broken, confused, destructive, angry, unkind, damaged, susceptible to injury, viruses and medical issues. I was a total mess and I had to own that. Not only did I not like myself, but I also didn't even really know who I was. You know when someone asks you to describe yourself and you don't even know what to say, or where the question begins and ends. Am I supposed to be selling myself here, or answering truthfully based on how I feel? And to be honest, either way, I came up dry. I started to spend more time alone with myself, and when I say alone, I mean actively choosing to sit in spaces of utter loneliness and silence. And during that period, I realised that unlike all the things I had been told growing up, about appearances and aesthetics, wellness and well-being were inner jobs. Saying that now in 2022 doesn't feel like the most radical realisation by any means. I think it's something we're all coming to know and understand more broadly. But I still find myself asking, do we really know it? Do we embody it? 
Do we recognise and appreciate the true feeling of being well? Can you point it out in a lineup? Can we control it? Can we manifest it? Are we beholden to it? I don't have the answers to these questions for you, or even for myself really, but I think they'll differ for us all. Some will ring true more than others. But even thinking of the answers right now is still a challenge, I'll tell you that. I recently watched and re-watched and then hopped on Spotify to replay the Diary of a CEO podcast by Stephen Bartlett and his interview with Jordan Peterson called How to Become the Person You've Always Wanted to Be. In it, he mentioned the sometimes unbearable job of finding self. And I'm paraphrasing, but the gist of it was that you have to be desperate for it. He talks about the suffering of being lost as something that ruins us to our core, making us harmful to ourselves and others, incapable of nurturing good and healthy relationships. This idea that as we wander around untethered, we're somehow able to find evil everywhere except in our own hearts, and that instead we should be asking ourselves, What's one thing I'm doing wrong that I know I'm doing wrong, that I could fix, that I would fix? From that starting point, he says, meditate on that. You'll get an answer and it won't be the one you want, but it will be the necessary one. When I heard that, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It hit me because I really feel like whether you're business-minded or whether you're not interested in that sort of stuff at all, questions like those are where the wellness journey begins. From places of despair, desperation and self-hate, followed by looking inward with a big old microscope. And I say that because I've lived it. The pain of finding self was unbearable, long-winded, isolating and uncertain, because there's still aren't enough resources or spaces for people who look, sound, act and want, in that order, all the things I aspire to be, making it all somewhat uncharted territory. At the same time, of course, it was also rewarding, because not only did I find self, and then thyself, but a few years further down the line, the opportunity to create this book then landed in my inbox. While I did manifest it somewhat, it wasn't at the forefront of my dreams and goals of 2020. Because, woof, that year was purely about survival. But I overcame all of that through sheer strength. I had to do it by myself, and it was hard. But I really hope that with the publishing of this book, For you, the listener, we can spark a wave of guidance for others who want to do the same too. Finding and facing your own truths and inadequacies is a natural but challenging part of self. But your growth is in your plan. I just know it. And that plan can start now, with the help of this book, should you so decide.